It's your girl Nikita. It's your girl Tash. And you're listening to Two Chickpeas and a Podcast. This week, no different. Special guest, who do we have? It's the one, the only, the funny, Aru Jashfar. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you doing? How are you handling the cold? Um, not well. Mm. I'm not fond of it. Uh, but it's fine because it's fine. I yeah. don't have any other choice. No. <laughs> I have to make do. Do you guys like the cold? No. no. Okay. You're not used to it either. No. Right? Born and bred London. I've never been used to the cold. I'll refuse to go n- north of London in the UK in mm. the winter because the pollution keeps us slightly warmer here. <laughs> Everywhere else, it is just like, it's horrible. I refuse to leave. And um, I might have been born and raised here, but my blood, my my body remembers where my ancestors have come from. <laughs> and it's not this fucking cold. Right? Yeah. Mm. Man, the pollution is the silver lining of mm. climate change. Yeah. I guess. Also, it's like really, really fucking cold because it's like minus four, minus three at the moment, which is just like, we don't, we haven't had that in like forever. Mm-mm. So yeah, I, even the fact that I've taken my jumper off today, what the fuck? Oh, so you haven't had minus four and minus three? No, not in a while. Not in a while. Not in a while. Glad to be here. This is the start of winter now, Tash. So that's why it's been a while. It's been um. a year. Since last winter. Oh, it's just starting. Mm. It's just beginning. It's just starting. Will it snow? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it already snowed. Yeah. It snowed, but it hasn't settled. But apparently it's going to snow proper. Have you seen snow? First time, the day I landed, I saw a little bit of snow. It didn't settle, like you said. I didn't even know that's what you're saying. It's disappointing. It didn't settle. (laughs) (laughs) But I saw snow and I was like, oh my God, it's snow. And it was my first time. Did you like have a temptation to put in a sari and like run out in it and just think, yeah. Yes, I did. Actually, my playlist was all songs in the snow. Like all the Bollywood songs that they've shot in the snow. I was like, it's time. (laughs) This is is my time. It isn't slow in India. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's romanticizing. <laughs> you are Aru Jashpak, the one and only amazing comedian, award-winning comedian. Claps, Award. claps, 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 Award-winning. We just got nominated. <laughs> we did a win. <laughs> you know, we're all just casual, like award connoisseurs. Right. Here, you know, like yeah. you're nominated, right? and winning. It's like yeah. whatever. I'm the this first cool. international Indian person to win this award. But yeah, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all good. <laughs> Actually, the thing is, Ahir Shah won best show, um, but it's, he won seven minutes after me. Oh my god! <laughs> so I got to be the first. <laughs> Yes. That's what we care about. Okay. No saying, one lists the second or anything like that. They only mention the first, okay? Yes. <laughs> I know what um, Neil Armstrong felt like. Yes. Oh. I knows what Buzz Aldrin felt like, probably. <laughs> this, is, this is exactly my reference. No one mentions the second, oh, yeah. okay? Oh, yes. Only the first. <laughs> anyway, when we first had your name, Aruj Ashfaq, I was like, Ashfaq Mia. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ah, Ashfaq Mia. From Kabi Guji, Kabi So I really already spoke about this before, but I had to say it on the podcast because honestly, it was like my favorite thing about your second name. <laughs> Not like, your oh. comedy, but Ashfaq Mia. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually my dad's name, by the way. Oh, yeah. dad. Because my last name is not stage friendly at all. Um, oh. It's Dingankar. <laughs> oh, Dingankar. Yeah. 
That's a well, great that's comedian. That's a great second name. What the hell? I just don't see people saying, Aruj please like a boy stage, Uruj Dingan. Yeah, but isn't that like an instant laugh before you've even got on stage? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's surely. I guess. <laughs> it's also, it's like, ha, ha, ha. I just, when I started, I just thought Uruj Ashwak is simpler because you have to really explain Dingan mm. to people. So comedy... You're from, you're born in Dubai, mm-hmm. moved over to Mumbai when you were eight. Yeah. Eight. How does an eight-year-old woman in India get into comedy? Um, well, if you are an eight-year-old woman watching this, I would say, <laughs> don't start just yet. <laughs> you are eight years old. Uh, but I, I, I uh, started comedy right out of college. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I was 20, I was 20 and... Uh, I wanted to study actually. I wanted to do my master's in psychology. Uh, but none of the colleges I applied to uh, wanted me. So <laughs> I had to take a gap year. <laughs> oh, you took a gap year. I'm oh, taking a gap year. My parents are really cool. Um, no one believes in gap years, but mine do. Uh, really cool parents. So yeah, I kept telling everybody it's my gap year. <laughs> and in the gap year, I started doing open mics. Um, so we have a comedy scene in India. We have uh, comedy clubs and we have like open mic nights and everything. So I applied for a few. I went up and I did it. And a lot of comics are really like encouraging. Um, I mean, I guess they were back then because there was less competition. <laughs> but uh, now the scene is very, very crowded. Uh, but they were so nice. Uh, and I had a good time and I got a lot of spots. So I, I my first my first open mic went really well. Like I killed. But I know it's because um, there was uh, the audience there was supporting a comedian's dad who was right. also just doing it for fun. Uh-huh. So they were like warm, like Indian aunties and uncles. And they were just like having a good time. And then I bombed for six months after that. Oh, wow. Uh, but it just, it kept me going because I tasted blood. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just, I want to try again. So. I wanted to ask though, bombing. What is that like? Is that like writer's block? Do you just like have spells with it? How do you get over it? What in, what? How do you break a bombing streak? Or you, mm. do you have streaks? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Your question is yeah. accurate. Like yeah. It's like we... I mean, the thing is, bombing really affects you when you start out. Mm-hmm. Because you've never experienced humiliation. Like a silent room yeah. is just... Mm. And you're just like... you And it, that's when you're like, am I funny? Am I not funny? You're not even sure. Uh, but what happens is, is that I think that's where a, a lot of people are funny. What just is different is that stand-up comedians are willing to humiliate themselves on stage and put themselves out there again like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys are hilarious, but you probably, like, I want to get on stage and do that to myself, right? Mm -hmm. And that's just it. And that's a choice. It's not, like, better or worse. So, a lot of people drop off in the first six months when they, like, um, start comedy because they just can't take the humiliation, which I think is a very normal response. There's something off if you are like, no, I'm going to get on stage again. Um, So... Once you're used to silence, and the thing is, the shame kind of ebbs away. Mm -hmm. The first time you feel shame at 10, the second Mm -hmm. time you'll feel like shame, like three months into it, you're like, it's a five. Now I can bomb in front of a thousand people, and I have, and I can feel nothing. And I'm just like, all right. And then you just leave. Um, However, when there is a streak, you have to acknowledge that you're not doing your job well. So then you go back, you listen to your set, you try to change up the jokes. Yeah. You try to change up maybe the style in which you're doing your jokes or um, odd, reverse the order. Do something new mm-hmm. to like maybe make it fun for yourself again yeah. and for the audience. But everybody has off nights. It's just how hard you take it. So I am bombed at like a comedy festival um, and I've been, you know, I've been fine. It was... 
Yeah, I was yeah. Like, fucking confident. I'm still getting paid. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm good, baby. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like now when I bomb, I have to comfort the audience. I'm like, I know this seems like I'm feeling humiliated, <laughs> but I'm used to it. <laughs> so don't worry. You don't laugh if you don't laugh. <laughs> so just like, yeah, that's usually. But how do you gain that confidence then? I mean, like, like you said, yeah. Is it like just doing it persistently and like being like, okay, yeah, actually, life goes on. Who gives a fuck? Like, I'm a fucking award winning. <laughs> Like, I just yeah. hold my award at night. I okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> the award is so recent. Actually, that's where it's the community. It's the stand-up mm. comics who are on the lineup, who've been doing it for years, and then you, you know, watch their podcasts or you listen to them talk about mm. it in interviews, and even just your friends who are comics who are around you and your seniors, and they sort of normalize bombing for you. So you get off stage, and it's not like then you sit in the back crying by yourself. Mm. There are your friends are backstage, and they're like. It's fine, and then yeah. you trade stories about bombing, and you kind of like as a as an industry, we're like you you bomb, like that's mm-hmm. a good thing. If you mm-hmm. are always killing, it means you're not trying something new, or you're not right. saying yeah. something. Like you're probably pandering if you're killing all the time. Right. So you should introspect. If every open mic you've ever done is a kill, then you should worry because why? Mm-hmm. Why are you saying stuff that everybody likes? Yeah, like what's up with that? Um, so that's it's it's normalized and it's seen as a part of. Big coming better at your mm. art form. Mm, <laughs> I love yeah. saying art form. I feel so intelligent at your art form. So <laughs> then so that's what the so community is helpful for like normalizing bombing like that. Yeah. yeah. Actually my first show I was because I thought I was supposed to be edgy like and I was like oh I'm going to be yeah like <laughs> edgy <laughs> edgy <laughs> or like you know uh, as I was trying to ape what I had seen mm-hmm. in stand up comedy. So I was making the worst jokes which was my idea of like dark jokes it's mm. in retrospect it's <laughs> really lame it was the lamest jokes i could have written but they were me trying to be like dark uh, but then as i obviously as i started doing comedy i realized that you just have to do what comes naturally to you like what you find funny don't try to mm. ape something right. be inspired at best uh, but a pc culture by the way 2016 was it was not we were we were entering the time of where it was going to be like dangerous to start saying things so that was i think 2016 or 2018 was a fun time and then it kind of went, went downhill after that and so now we're more careful about what we say but i had those two years uh, of joyfully running my mouth everywhere oh i love that <laughs> well, you know we have a podcast so that's literally what we do yeah we do <laughs> i don't think i've ever like really been like oh no we can't say that right no. That's not a thing in the UK, is it? No, 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 no. no. It, it is though. Some people get offended. Like you know, on like on any YouTube video, social media post, people are like, I can't believe you said that. It's red. Really, just like maroon or something. And it's like, bro. Cancel culture is high. Cancel oh. culture is high here. Yeah, you can say one wrong thing or one thing that you didn't mean. Someone will think like you said X when really you said Z. Um, I mean, I sympathize, but I wish we had only cancel culture because we have jail time as a consequence. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, please cancel me. <laughs> no time to jail. I won't do well over there. Um, no, but this is kind of what I wanted to ask, actually. I think it's so fascinating to have someone who's not from the UK, but is of South Asian heritage we want to know what you think of us basically because we've got a thing I think in British culture and language it's all about being um, like you can be insulting but you're coming across like you're saying something really sweet and lovely and you say it with a smile sort of thing whereas my understanding of like Indians is that 
or or like people from India it just you just say it how it is and there's no like yeah I said I said that you've got a really hairy chin and I don't say what I've said wrong <laughs> do you know what I mean like yes. it's, it's that <clears throat> What what would you say? What's your findings? I think, uh, yeah, I think that's true because I do have trouble adjusting to like uh, British culture or maybe I don't know. I mean, you are born and bred here, yeah. so in a sense that in India it's for, very easy for me to navigate. Like I know if somebody likes me, I know if they don't like me because they're very transparent about it. Uh, but here I feel like because everybody is so polite and being polite is such an important like cultural cornerstone, which is fine. Like that's that's the that's the thing. That's how it is it's just that they're different uh that i do struggle with knowing whether someone really wants to hang out or they are just saying it and then i'm just like i'm like but then like will you follow up or do i follow up like what's happening do you like me and i'm just like always like stressed about it um because yeah everyone's everyone's really polite uh which everyone's is nice. fucking fake that's what it is it, it's it's really vague do you guys feel that or because you have been here and you're born bred here have you assimilated or because like, do you have a split personality thing because home is different and outside is different I'm not even chatting shit I'm just authentic like, I'm just me like I don't know she's an authentic bitch yeah I, to be fair you can tell if I if I don't vibes with you if I don't fucks with you like that like you'll know but okay. I feel like there's so many people that would be like oh my god we should totally meet up but really they're like I never want to fucking see you again you know yes and that is what confuses me yeah, yeah. do you get that from home are your parents also born and bred here or are they have yeah they they're both born out of the country yeah, when they moved where when the- they were ch- children yeah we're the first to be born and raised in our family so is that would that make you first generation is that Uh, we've been debating it for a while but yeah i my understanding is that we're first generation in terms of being born and raised here but we're third in terms of you know when our family started coming to the uk then we're third Okay. So yeah, I never know. I just, I'm just like, yeah, okay. Are we out here? I'm just being me. Authentic. (laughs) (laughs) But that's great. Yeah, I think that's something I definitely that's the struggle with in terms of like the politeness. Whereas I feel like I'm the person who's politely being like, yeah, we should totally meet up. I'm gonna give it all away. (laughs) But you, you are. You would meet up with those people. You're so nice, and you always wanna like you always just wanna see everyone all the time. That's and what like, I make time. them think. <laughs> Whoa, have I met you? No, um, I feel like I'm that person who's like, yeah, we totally should. Or my biggest thing is um, meeting people and they're, they're talking to me and they're saying lots of familiar things that sound like I was there and I have no idea who I'm talking oh, to yeah, like yeah. at all. Like I can't tell you for the life of me who I've been speaking to for the last 15 minutes, even though they know quite a bit about my life and, and like some parties or things we maybe went to to, I, I couldn't tell you who that person is at all. You have bad memory? Um, I have awful memory, if any. Yeah, I yeah. think mine is worse than yours. I don't know if it's memory or you're just not that interesting to me. Oh, oh my God. Oh, the claws are coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you struggle with this being a comedian? You're international, baby. You must be here, there and everywhere. Is there like a fellow comedian who's been like, oh yeah, great set. And you've been like, yeah, yeah, yours was really good too. And you've secretly met them before and you don't even remember. I have said... They were shit. I, yes, I, I have had this, but not with <laughs> comics, but just like people who come to my mm. show sometimes. Sometimes they're friends from 
like way back and I don't remember them or I've met them like just in passing because I was doing something like some promotional thing or something or at a venue but because you meet so many people like I, if I met you the one time I, I like I, I genuinely just forget because yeah. you go every time you go to a show you meet like six people mm-hmm. but if I meet people over and over of course I remember but then I pretend I have a great I, I use words like <gasps> buddy <laughs> bro <laughs> friend that's the great thing about being like British as well is that we can just be like oh sweetheart darling yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah I love when they call me darling like, when I go get a croissant they're like here you go darling and I'm like oh my god <laughs> I'm darling thanks love you <laughs> Sorry. I know we're gonna I'm gonna say this now because it's, it's the perfect time to say it but yesterday when we were leaving the show you can fucking run out of there quicker you were like oh yeah bye and then I was like it's Arooge oh, Arooge is leaving she's like bye see you everyone see you later. Yeah. I love that and then everyone was trying to follow you and like no I don't have time for you today you had your little backpack on your little Dora with your little Parker and you're like yeah I'm trying to leave I was gonna go get a broom for myself uh, it was very important and urgent uh, my Airbnb doesn't have a broom oh. Oh. oh this is like a legit like you really want that's a literally broom. that's actually why you left your shirt yeah you mean yeah I mean it was finished but you left to go get a broom I need to clean yeah. and then I had to watch another show I was watching Martin Urbano's show who's also nominated wow. and so I had that window to go get my broom because um, then the then Argos would shut yeah um, why yeah. do you, why is it so hard to find a broom here I just uh, want to you're ask. in central London yeah central London That's you need not to go the... to like Tesco Asda there is an market. Ikea oh no Oxford Street no no, I, I mean I got a broom but I just I wish I could just open an app and order it online like you know Amazon yeah, Amazon. You know, in India, if I open an app and look for a broom, I'd have it in my house in 15 minutes. That's the same with Southall, though. And the Southall, have you been to Southall? No, I'm going tomorrow with oh. my... You'll see, there's a broom store every two seconds away. Every... I'm not even kidding. I and should have held out for the broom. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you can get the proper old school Indian one. Jaru? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. I'll get Jaru, jaru. then. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that was the word for it. It's Jaru. Jaru. Yeah, it's Jaru. <laughs> anyway, I only just, just brought that up because um, I just thought it was so cool that you were like, I'm out, guys, by peace. I've and done my thing. You have like a life outside of like just doing a show and be like, okay, I'm going to go home. You're like on the way to somewhere else. Yes. I had to get a broom. To buy a broom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, my life is very good. Glamorous. <laughs> I was on the way to buy a broom and then see another comics show. Yeah. I did. I did take a few pictures because, like, um, a lot, a lot of the student audience always wants a picture, which is yeah, sweet. Yeah. I mean, they, but then I was like, okay, now I have to go buy my broom, and they were like, go, go, it's finally getting. Uh, I'm an award winner. Leave me. I can only do two. Okay. Don't do talk to me unless you have a broom. Yeah, or an award. <laughs> um, no, but we saw the show yesterday, and honestly, it was great. It was called Oh No. And honestly, oh no, like, there's so many things. So, Aruj, I just got to give it to you because like, we, we were there like, yes, yes, to so many things because we go to therapy. We were like, you asked the, th- the first questions Aruj asked was, who goes to therapy? And I wanted to be like me. And then I was like, <laughs> I did make the noise. I was like, Whoa. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm glad. Oh, you were in the pocket that yeah. made the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was awesome. We were, yeah, and you were like, yeah, these people go, these people don't. <laughs> you, were the, you were the therapized yeah. audience. Yes. How long have you guys been going to therapy for? Um, I think I started like last uh, April, I want to say. You're re- recently then. Re- I mean, I've been before, but then yeah. I think this is like now consistent, you know. This is, uh, I went when I was in uni, because we all get depressed in uni. <laughs> and then I started going, yeah, last April when I was like, I need to like get my shit together. <laughs> I'm becoming an adult. Oh, um, no. Nikki? Yeah, about last January. So I've been, it's about, been about a year now. Nice. Yeah. And do you guys... 
is it good is it going are you going to a okay this is a this is a question are you going to a white person or a white person oh. yeah or a no shade <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like they get it yeah for the most part i think yeah she nice. does um okay. yeah i really like her and i'm gujarati Ooh. and she's a lot cheaper than natasha's one so oh. <laughs> your therapist is brown it's yeah, yeah yeah and it was she was recommended to me okay and she lives literally lives down the road and i was like yeah absolutely i'll i'll try her out and she's cool and i run i wanted to go to her i mean i like you said you get it mm. i feel like mine is like you know when sometimes you just don't need to explain shit like why like yeah. the why like she'll just get it for like yeah it's fucking brown yeah. people shit you know correct mm. so um that's why i chose her and yeah she's cool okay that's nice. i haven't maybe spoke enough about brown people problems i just okay. mask all my problems and i'm like this boy he ghosted me and then he came back and then yeah i just i just deflect a lot in my therapy mm. so you're not you're not addressing your home issues or like your childhood issues i should yet. be i yeah. do i do sometimes <laughs> uh but yeah lots of just like Fine, boy, boy stuff. I guess is fine. I mean, because then it's like then you're going to a woman and she gets it. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that's the nice thing. <laughs> it's universal. Men are so annoying. Uh, yes. So yeah. That's but nice. also, I so my therapist. Yeah, she's brown. But then, like, I'm I'm Indian girl going up with Gora. Oh, now living with Gora. Wow, we. So like, it's quite cool because then she actually gets me. Whereas I think if I went to your therapist, maybe she'd side with my boyfriend a lot. It's like I need someone to oh. side with me, you know. Maybe, but it would, do you think it would be nice to have his perspective also? Like maybe if you. He gives me his perspective all the time. Okay, all right then. <laughs> They don't need his perspective. <laughs> I need someone to agree with me and be like, "Yeah, bitch, you're right." Try and colonize my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah. Actually, I only asked that question because I've been talking to people who are born and bred here. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the students uh, that I talk to are always like they have a slight. Uh, disconnect with therapists who are maybe i mean just anyone born and raised here because there's a slight like difference in cultural context like where they're like shocked by a lot of things that they just want to mention by the way like you know like my mom hit me and you're they're like oh no and you're like no that's just the, that's, that's just normal yeah. that's just that's just the beginning that was just a thursday <laughs> and i was i didn't move out the way quick enough <laughs> no i'm just i'm just giving you background at this point <laughs> so yeah that's usually but okay that's great Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you guys related to the therapy material. Yeah. Yeah, it was I mean, across a lot of the show, uh we would say. So, um what is your experience with with therapy and being a uh, a comedian because surely your comedic outlet is is your outlet. You know what I mean? Yes. Your comedy is your outlet for the pain. The pain. <laughs> But we still got to go get a check just so we don't become like fully crazy. Is Correct. that it? Is that yes. It? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And also like it's one thing to like take what's happened to you and make jokes about it and that's like an outlet and it feels good for like 1 hour on stage mm-hmm. but then you have to get off stage and you still feel everything you're, like, you're feeling. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Ah, the joke was good but the emotion <laughs> remains. Yeah. And so like what do you do with that feeling and then like so yeah. then you go to therapy and you discuss whatever it is because if you're sad, I can write like jokes about being sad but then I'll still be sad when I get off stage I will probably be richer because I'm mm, yeah. mm, well that's sad um, take money but- off my pain <laughs> 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 okay so mom and dad in your life you're a young woman out here making jokes about Lund 
So, how do they feel about that? They don't know. <laughs> they have no idea. Uh, but uh, the thing is, that joke is just like I just do it as a side for Indian audiences. How clever though! It works so every good. time. It ne- it's never not funny. <laughs> they just love hearing the word, I think. Yeah. And then, so if the show is dipping, I just say it again. Uh, but um, the other day, I was on like BBC's uh, Loose Ends, the podcast. Yeah. Okay, and they were uh, th- the host, Clive and. Anderson had also come to see the show, and then he just brought up the word "lund," and then everyone was going around just saying the word "lund," and I was like, "I'm on BBC saying lund. <laughs> this is how I'm representing oh, yeah. Indian comedians, and now I'm here on your podcast." And I think this lunch just follows me everywhere <laughs> I go, and I'm like, "Oh God!" It really, it's interesting. Like, um, it it really stuck out to you and other. People who've like come to watch my show and then I've spoken to them later. But in India, it's like everybody says it every fourth sentence, <laughs> so they don't I care. That's like one of the things that we teach people that are not Indian or Asian. Like we yeah. really teach them that all the say words, this. all the yeah. naughty words. Like yeah, yeah, me dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, the joke is right there. Yeah. So just get it out of the way because it's think, a mixed audience. Yeah, and because it is said all the time at home because everyone predominantly speaks like Hindi or Punjabi, whatever language it is in yeah. in that you're saying learned in some sort of language learn lily whatever yeah yes all, said. all the other synonyms yeah yeah whereas here like you gotta find your people or if a white person says it like oh you get the culture <laughs> <laughs> you're one of us you can come it's a fun one because it's like a classroom dynamic where like some people know what it means so then they're like ha 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 good one and then others don't know so it's just it. I don't know it just it, it makes it fun because then you're like letting other people in it's, I'm, I'm talking too much about this learned joke it's not that deep uh, it's just and it's not that big <laughs> just a fun thing to do just a fun thing to loosen up audiences what else yeah. what is like have you got any backlash for or like being on stage talking about something can people like this is not funny or it's like I have actually for an, I've put a lot of my stuff on YouTube because that's how we find audiences in mm. India like we put out YouTube clips I quite like that by the way I think it's very democratic to do it that way uh, but uh, either way uh, I mean it also has negatives but uh, th- th- a lot of times sometimes people will like cut out like 10 seconds from your clip and then they'll take it out of context mm, yeah. so there is backlash because I made a joke once about taking an Uber and feeling unsafe and wondering if the driver was going to rape me and they so took out that 10 seconds which is like contextually it's that he was being nice so I was paranoid um, and it was the men who were upset that I said the word mm. and then the women were like no no but she's talking about the fear like you're just but they get hung up on the fact that you said the word rape and so then they get upset and then they like troll you and then it's just a whole thing on twitter i left twitter a while back i wasn't very good at it either i think i'd feel a lot and then just tweet and i was like that's not going well for me um so there is backlash um there's different types of backlash it depends whether if you're talking about religion there's that backlash if you're just talking about your experience as a woman then there's backlash from the men because they don't want to hear from you um and then there is general like backlash anyway. Like if you just say something like in India, people sometimes get offended. If you make jokes about um, like I'll tell you some of the topics that comedians have gotten online backlash for, mm. uh, which is something we are okay with because the other alternative is much worse. But uh, topics include things like bikers, uh, DJs, uh, physiotherapists. Uh, jokes on these three have gotten significant amount of 
And you think it's okay to make fun of DJs because... What the fuck? What's the shit there? (laughs) And is is it all predominantly men who are complaining? Let's be real. Um, yes, because yes. All, all, all the three topics I mentioned, they were all from male comics and they all got into trouble and they were all boys who were offended by it. It's mostly, it's mostly, most of the offense taking comes from the males. And I think there's, this is nothing new. There's nothing new about saying this. It's just, I don't know. I think it's some leftover thing from hunting days. They want to protect something. And women get called emotional. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's the irony. Do you guys get that? Do you get a lot of, do you get that also like online do you face it because like you're a lot of people have said like oh yeah we talk about women shit and only women get it and, and I'm like well don't you have a sister don't you have a mom don't you have a friend that's a woman it's like, shut when you're born that. from a woman yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean also like yeah that's that makes sense I think they also get really upset when they feel left out of the conversation yeah. so instead of trying to understand your perspective they're like just talk like us and you're like but yeah. life is different no brother like yeah, bro. Or, once, or we get a lot of backlash from men you know sometimes we'll we'll meet new men at different events or somewhere and we'll say the premise of our podcast and it's about our experience of being british asian or british indian and they're like oh yeah but doesn't that get you know don't you run out of things to say after a little while and i was like oh get you know run out of things to say about my whole entire identity <laughs> <laughs> no okay <laughs> you run out of things to say basic man yeah. i yeah. don't think so <laughs> oh my god they never run out of things to say anyway yeah, that's why and they start a podcast then they start podcast. yeah that's right. That's exactly it. <laughs> Women podcast great. Yes. Men. Men. Mm. <laughs> Except for you, Clive. I love you. <laughs> um, so yeah, so you are on tour. For, yes. You're currently on tour right now in well, you you have shows right now in Soho Theatre, yep. which is in London, guys. That's what we are. Um and then you go on tour from the twenty third, I believe, of Jan. twenty uh, third of Jan to eighth Feb. Yeah, Great. and where are you going? Where are you going? All over the country? All, all over the country. I'm all going to UK. places like um, Edinburgh, Glasgow, Leicester, 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 Leicester. Leicester. That's, how you say? That's cool. the land of the goodies. That's the land of the good You'll get some good food there. Yeah, 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 great food. Okay, I'll get pow bhaji. Yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes, yes, okay, because yes. okay. we didn't bring any today. I was <laughs> telling Aruj before. I had so much. I just didn't bring her any. You were just, you were just mocking me. Yeah. Like, oh, I had pow bhaji. Yeah. That's so rude. Why would you bring? <laughs> what it are you up? having? Salad. Yeah, I am actually. It's so sad. Bread. Everything is just salad or bread. So I go for salad. We'll we'll, uh, we'll take you to Southall. Well, you're going there. I'm yeah. I'm going with my nanny tomorrow. My cousin nanny, but yeah, she she lives here. My nanny's sister lives here. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm going. She's taking me to Southall. She's really fun. Anyway, so Leicester. Sorry, Leicester. Sorry, Coventry. Is that how you said? Yes, Manchester, Coventry. Bristol, Milton Keynes, Birmingham, and yes. Leeds. Nice. Yes. Yeah. All of which actually have like quite a big Asian population, I think. So they don't know Lester, what they're doing. Yeah, Leicester, Birmingham, Birmingham, Leeds, Leeds. Yeah. Please Birmingham. come. Even boys are allowed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> Laugh at my pain. <laughs> I still want your money, boys. <laughs> Well, we got to say, like, it was such a great show. We had such a good time, right? Mm. I, I, We were laughing. There was actually a girl next to us who was honestly, she, I think she was, like, your biggest fan. Yeah. She was hysterically laughing. She was, like, touching me, like, ah! 
I was like, oh wow, I love it. She was dead. Yeah, she was like, I loved it though. I was like, yeah. She, what a liar afterwards. She like, she kept doing this to me, and I kept getting whacked up trying to watch the show. You're such a liar. Oh my god, she's gonna watch this podcast. I'm fucking hate you. I gave her a card. She's like, I thought we were friends. No, we are. We are. No, no. I loved that there was such a there was such a mixed crowd as well. I feel like there was a lot of people from back home probably felt a lot of comfort coming to see you. Yeah. But also I, I loved that there was there was such a mix of people. I saw white people, brown people, Asian, nice brown. Yeah, no problem. Black people. Yeah. You know, yeah. I saw everyone and I was like, that's so cool. And I think a lot of people have followed you from YouTube. I mean you did Amazon's Prime's uh Comic Stand. Stand. Yes. Which you hosted. How awesome. That was really fun. Hosting something is really fun for a limited period of time. Mm. Otherwise it takes up like your whole life. Right. Because you have to mm. it, it it I wouldn't have time for stand up if I was like hosting something. But it was so fun because it's like a platform for young Indian comics. Yeah. And also the money's great. Uh, so <laughs> I like, loved yeah, it. We do for the money, honey. Call me. But how do you feel like seeing young comed comed comics? Comics comedians. Yeah. How do you feel seeing? Young, <laughs> I can't even fucking talk. Uh, young young comics uh, being on the stage. Do you feel like a sense of like, oh fuck, like, I hope you do well. Because I mean, that was once you once upon a time when you were starting out. You're still yeah. really young. Still yeah, she's, young. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, you, she's my age. No, I, I like being spoken to like a veteran. I have been waiting for this my whole life. Yes, yeah, so my advice to the children uh, is uh, don't try, no, uh, don't try to come for me. Uh, no, I think I definitely, I mean, it's, you're always rooting for comics. Uh, like comics are always rooting for comics as when it comes to, it's like this, it's like a family. Like we fight with each other or we have problems with each other's comedy but then it's like it's one to one when you're when you're outside you're like no no he's good she's good very good we love so it's I feel like there's that sense of like so when I see a young comic whether or not I like what they're doing I'm rooting for them and then personally within the co- comedians we're like then you bitch about your family members right. like, wow like that. that is literally like Indian families isn't mm, it you yeah. bitch and fight in front of each other now so I definitely yeah very good sister <laughs> very good, very good. Yeah, doing so well the best yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like a protective instinct I guess <laughs> do you you guys are you guys are uh, one year apart Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you fight a lot? What is your sistership? Oh yeah, you do. We fought yesterday time. before we came, we came yeah. to the show. Yeah. Really? What? What was it about? Oh, I'm so, I'm genuinely <laughs> so interested in this. We just got in reaction. Ah! What happened? Uh, <laughs> we were just bickering. we were we both yeah we were bickering, arguing, fighting, shouting. We both thought that each other had a problem with the other one, and we're like, I don't have the problem. You have the problem. You're being such a bitch these days. What that. is your problem? I was talking to her, yeah, and she was looking at me like. I was like, why the fuck are you looking at me like that? <laughs> I was like, what? So I shouldn't give you eye contact when I listen to you. Just no, want me to look like, my resting house. bitch face. She was like, oh, I just got resting bitch face. Like, get over it. And I was like, you don't have that with everyone. You just only have it with me. Every time, only with me. Then we were talking about a fight that we had on Christmas. Oh, nice. We, it goes all the way back, yeah. honestly. So it was just the general vibe. You were like, why is your vibe off? And yeah. then that's how it spiraled. Yeah, nice. I mean. Was it the logistics of? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no but then we, we also feel really bad as well when we fight like we we can get over it like that though yeah. like we can argue and we'll bitch about each other yeah. probably behind our backs 
behind each other's backs, but to the same person, our mum. Of course. But mum's really good. Like she won't tell each other what each other said. It's really oh. good. Like mum's very good. She's very neutral. She's like, mm. nice. but she probably joins in with the bitching to you, and you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She loves to join in on the bitching and being like, yeah, they do. Yeah, do that. I can't believe yeah. she did that. And then probably to you, be like, oh, I can't believe she said that. Classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But yeah, we 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 argue, but like that that's just friendship as well right? yeah 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 um, and i think we're we're still trying to figure out how to communicate to each other when we are upset we just hold it in and try and let it slide yeah. and then it builds up and then you're like right let me just pull up some receipts you said this christmas day this boxing day new year's eve you're <laughs> such a bitch um and then yeah this sounds so familiar <laughs> this is exactly how me and my sister fight like we let it go and then one fine day it's like a assessment of somebody's personality yeah. to yeah. attack on your character yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i fucking said those words to you yesterday i said to her yesterday you come for my character all the time all the time <laughs> it's true it's true which one of you is and i'm not sure if this is in every family but which one of you is the favorite is there a favorite <laughs> you are the favorite <laughs> She has to self-proclaim it so no. much just to feel the I, love. Okay, She's I, got middle child syndrome. No, no, no. Yeah? no, no, so. no. At first I was just saying it, but I really know I am. I really yeah. know. Like, no one needs to say it now. I was young and saying, oh, I'm the favorite, I'm the favorite. I am the fucking favorite. Okay. Yeah, even she's saying, okay. I, you, yes, you I are. I believe you, middle <laughs> yes. child. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, you know what? It's a good thing as well is that you are, you have your own relationship with mom. mm and our brother and I have the same and then like I don't know I don't know if there's any favorites really is me but seriously is that no so you know who is the favorite is the third chickpea uh, the boy chickpea oh, no. he doesn't even he's just got a grace himself at a family event once a year oh better wow like, oh my god so and when I was like what the fuck even my yeah. dad he's like oh, oh. oh. what about yeah. you and your sister I think uh my sister is um usually like when it comes to family events she does not like to attend mm. that's her thing but we don't have a third boy to like uh you know sort of unify us <laughs> so it's usually like it's one-on-one like my sister doesn't attend things and i tend to attend things so when she shows up everybody's like what she's shown up and then they're like really impressed by it um but my sister does i think take care of a lot of the stuff at home like she's more the responsible one when it comes mm-hmm. to like mm. you know figuring out logistics at home so and she's your she's your elder sister she's my elder sister she's mm-hmm. two years but I don't think like two years really counts as a thing but like yeah she's two years older than me I really feel like we're not we're not traditionally we don't like older younger vibes like I can be more responsible and she can be a little bit more emotional sometimes but then again like when it really counts yeah oh really oh is that the <laughs> how dare you say I have emotions uh, <laughs> it's not me but then like when it really counts she really she like she she's not always behaving like an elder but then sometimes she's like alright it's tough and then you can see her switch gears and I'm like oh my god you really are yeah. <laughs> everyone thinks I'm older even originally she, she thought we were older just cause she looks so like. bloody old but yes <laughs> no <laughs> no I have actually got a few white hairs um, oh my god but me too so many it's fucking wisdom isn't it but honestly um no i think i just i was this is also the the argument yesterday i'm very protective mm. and nikki's like i let you do your thing i don't say shit to you and i'm the I'm elder one like, i just let her do her thing i'm also very protective yeah see i actually beat up a girl in school for my <gasps> sister so did i <gasps> i actually went like someone hit Nikki it, before Nikki could even respond I'm dead it, I remember seeing it in like slow motion yeah and the t- there was like some commotion starting these girls were starting and this just was not the day to piss me off I'm not a fighter at all at all 
But they they were just taking me there, and I was like, I'm due my fucking period. You're really testing. That's my not actually what she said. I'll tell you what she said, Jess. She said this girl said to Nikki, like, you can't even get guys or something. No, what she no, said. I'm, I'm no, I'm saying the you... premise. I'm saying the premise of like this is why I even engaged in the fight. I would never, uh, okay, fine, I would never fine, engage fine. in Sorry. the fight otherwise. But I just know there was some sort of commotion happening, and I was like, Tasha, just get out of here. Like this, you know, it's it's gonna go. And I, I saw her leave, or I thought I did anyway, and I will never throw the first punch. <laughs> and we were just like, wow, this is so exciting. I love it. And then it was like slow motion. I went to go do it back, and before I could, there was another like, <laughs> you like saw slow-mo it. coming out like this. <laughs> and it was the Tasha. Fuck me off. And then, and then it all just like broke. Honestly, like hell broke after, that, after that, I think it was actually a slap, not a punch. <laughs> after that slap, it just went down. I swear to God, the whole school was there. And the whole everyone school. everyone was like, yeah! That's true. And I was just like, well, that's it now. We can't and we're anything. not like the girls to ever but get into a fight. Continue fighting or was it just the one slap? No. No. It, it was uh, uh, lots of fights. And then like all of a sudden, the, like this girl's gang members came and we're all just like, I kept getting pulled down by my hair. I got up and I was getting pulled down Yeah, by these hair. girls played dirty. They all like pull on their yeah. hair. That's Aww. how I ended up on the floor as well. Then we all got excluded. Yeah. For a day. And oh. our mum took us to the pub, so that yeah. was great. Oh, hey! Yeah. Yeah. The headmaster nice. excluded us, and, and then my mum picked us up and we were like, yeah, let's, let's go to the pub. Let's go pub. <laughs> well done. She was really proud. Well done for like, each other. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. My mum didn't do that. <laughs> my mum gave me punishment. <laughs> More slaps. My mum gave yeah. me trouble. But this girl was like, she was, um, she was in the ninth grade. My sister was in the tenth. I was in the seventh, by the way. I was like tiny. And she came up to me and she said, your sister, is uh, and this is a bad word uh, it, she said she's a randy which is like yeah which is like and I don't know why she had some issues with my sister because um, I, I probably shouldn't say that word if it's gonna go on Instagram no go on no, say, say it, it. Should just say beep it, we, it. <laughs> no no say it we won't, we won't put it on <laughs> like, are we gonna put it on uh, it's, it's a bad word uh, but she said it because I think they were having some fight 9th 10th graders were having some issue with each other and I was just standing in the canteen eating my samosa quiet <laughs> okay, I had just moved from Dubai. I had no friends, and my sister made friends really easily. Uh, and she came up to me and she's like, "Yeah, this thing." And I was like, "The fuck did you say?" So I, dro- I threw my samosa <laughs> on the floor and I slapped her. Fuck yeah! And she didn't. So I did it first. Like she That's didn't how even. how you know it's real. Just I like I would have put my samosa on the floor though. I yeah, I was about to say I was just. <laughs> I was just so angry. That's the test of real love. My sister's like, "Don't chuck the samosa away, yard." <laughs> Thanks for defending my honor, but what happened to the samosa? <laughs> and then she hit me back, and then I hit her back. And then I, I I, would like to say that even though she was in the ninth grade and she was bigger than me, I took her on. Like, I left yeah. some visible damage. Then my sister came because she was in the canteen. And then she, uh, our PT sir came, our physical teacher, physical trainer, teacher, whatever. Is, uh, he came and he pulled us apart. And of course, there were kids around and they're like, oh my God, what happened? And then he took us to the headmistress. Um, and then the headmistress, uh, she was like... <laughs> It was really funny because she was in her chair and she was putting on a lipstick and she was like, so what happened? <laughs> <laughs> You're not taking this seriously. <laughs> what do you mean? This is not time for lipstick, ma'am. <laughs> my sister's like, oh no, I think she said something. So they got, she, my, she, my headmistress loved my sister. Um, and then this girl, she started crying. She's like, you know, like everyone just judges me because I have a boyfriend. And I was like, you know, even I can cry on cue. <laughs> and then she stopped immediately. <laughs> And then our parents were called and my mom grounded me. I'm glad she didn't beat me up because that's usually her go-to. Uh, but she grounded me for a week and that was that. 
Wow. Yeah, I was a legend though in school after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I beat up a ninth grader. Yeah. What is uh? What would you say are like the main differences? Because you were quite young when you got into to comedy. Were you traveling internationally from quite a young age as well? Or? Um, not. I mean, no, not not for comedy. Comedy. I think I've never been outside of India except the one time I went to Dubai, and then since then I've just been coming to UK. So Edinburgh was really like my first stint outside of India for comedy, um, and uh, yeah, I I got in really young, but then I went all around. India like there's so many cities in India mm-hmm. to perform in like it is just vast mm-hmm. um and yeah this is my first time like internationally technically I've not I've not been to the states I've not been to Australia so it's just the UK soon to come yeah soon come baby yeah, yeah maybe yeah <laughs> I've never actually been in India I need to come Wait, you've never been to India? No, I know. I'm about to be 29. I got needs to grow up in it. You I'm... should come. Have you been? Yeah, a few times. I've not been since I was 14. And okay. I've never been with my family. I've Yeah. So... Oh, you guys should come to Mumbai. I'll take you around. Yeah. yeah. It's Please. really fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fun. Being serious, you have to. Yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm there, man. Okay. Just come. <laughs> She'll be like, yeah, come, come. And then we'll get there. She's like, I'm in Edinburgh. I didn't say to come. <laughs> no, I, I don't know you. <laughs> I mean, it. I'm not British. Come, I'll take you around. <laughs> She'll be like, yeah, I'm taking these two people around. I can't remember who they are. <laughs> <laughs> they look really familiar. <laughs> Buddy, friend. <laughs> Should we go see Gateway of India? <laughs> Sweetie. <laughs> oh, God. I wanted to ask, so yeah, because you have gone and done a few shows internationally. Would you say like a lot of Indians turn up in your audience, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there is one billion of us. So there are enough in every room. Yes. Which I love, actually. I personally love that. The, I love it when it's mixed because that's just fun, you know. Yeah. Um, so I love that Indians show up for the show. Like, that's what, great. What is like... Is there any main differences you can notice when you go from country to country about Indians? So like when you come to like, I don't know, even Scottish Indians compared to like London Indians? Actually, no, that has not been like the Indians have not been. They're pretty, we're pretty homogeneous as a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen at least in the in terms of laughter or crowd interaction. Maybe I haven't like. I didn't dive that deep, but mm-hmm. I've not I've not seen that much of a difference. I did make the mistake of addressing Scottish people like they were British people, and they did not like that. Mm-hmm. And I learned quickly that they're that trying was not to right. leave the you know like, yeah. Great, yeah they want a <laughs> referendum. Yeah. They're done. Okay, they don't want to be a part. Of they were politely no, like, yeah. "We are with you, babe," and I was like, oh, "Okay, God." <laughs> so then I changed my approach in uh, at the fringe, and so that was fun. Yeah. 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 Okay, so not too many differences then. No, I think the main difference is that like I like a mixed audience because I feel like there's some amount of tension in mm. the show there. Yeah. Uh because the thing is the Indians are comfortable laughing with at yes. everything I'm saying. Uh but like when it's a mixed audience when the cultural differences like what like you said like Asians or like even white mm. people or just anyone is like they they're not sure where it's is it if it's okay to laugh at everything right. I'm mm. saying so that I feel like that when they hold back it creates some tension in the room where they're like oh should we laugh at this <laughs> but also I like that they're so conscious because yeah. I mean if they weren't I'd be like hey how can you laugh at this <laughs> but so it's like it's but fine also I think it makes it better when you take the piss because you're taking the piss out of yourself sometimes yes. yeah and then so it makes you feel like okay yeah cool I can laugh at this yeah some some of it you're like oh shit like can I fucking laugh as loud as I am <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I love it. I think it's so cool. And then, yeah, I do. I was like, my I was wondering, like, 
around the room like who's laughing <laughs> yeah you know and sometimes maybe they're just laughing at the joke but i'm like oh you laughed really loudly and they're like oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry that's why i wasn't laughing is there any issues about being a female muslim comic is um, there does your religion stop well it doesn't stop you from saying all the funny jokes as we've experienced last <laughs> night you'll go there with it but do you find that you get any backlash uh for it maybe anywhere you go i suppose i was gonna say mainly in india but yeah anywhere you go do you get backlash for it do people like hey our religion's not funny uh i haven't gotten as much backlash here but i haven't spent enough time here mm-hmm. so i we should give it time uh you know it can happen here also but in india of course because that's where most i've been there for like like since 2016 uh doing comedy it's mostly that and it's mostly online mm-hmm. so it depends on what part of your identity they're annoyed with today so if it's female than that if it's muslim mm-hmm. than that and then you get backlash accordingly mm-hmm. um i mean if people can be upset that you made jokes about dj's i think this is though like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yes yes yeah. they don't like it sometimes yeah, so. so you gave us a little disclaimer yesterday like if you get offended i'm really sorry i will apologize to you <laughs> after the show <laughs> <laughs> there is one thing though like i'm careful about what i put online now like that's mm. the thing like you can have more fun as, in live shows. you know we we do understand people are fucking crazy on that so they mm. just take things like you said take 10 10 seconds out of a clip yeah. and just switch. i guess it's just easier to take out your life's frustration on a comedian instead of holding your <laughs> government accountable for things they're yes. doing that's so much harder let's just <laughs> crap on a woman and move on it's <laughs> choking me up <laughs> all right what about being a, just a woman in this space is there that we have inequality our whole lives but do you find yeah. that there's inequality slash sexism in the in the comedy industry um right now i think because there has been so much um accountability since the me too movement and i think people are sort of i think pre me too even i did not know a few things that were not okay like to do or to say and uh, it was really honestly very educational for everybody and i think that's literally when i came into the scene also so ever since i've been in the scene people have been behind the scenes like whether it comes to lineup whether it comes to production whether it comes to management they've been uh, i would say they've been quite good with it like they've been quite uh, thorough about like having enough representation and like sometimes people are like oh like we know why this person's here because they just need like a girl on the lineup and i like yeah whatever i don't care i'm on the lineup <laughs> i'll deal with it yeah. so that's that so i like that a lot of the sexism now i feel is online like when you put out your work audiences that would not buy a ticket come to watch your show mm-hmm. but can comment on stuff are the ones that really kind of want to troll you and like bring you down and that happens to all my other peers also who are like female comedians mm-hmm. uh but i think the positive way of looking at it is that you know it drives up your engagement mm-hmm. so yeah. it pushes your reel on the algorithm but also you can see it in your audience that there was a lot of males there yesterday as well and they loved it yeah. i mean you had lo- loads of males in the front row which was amazing yeah. Yeah. i think online the the men that do get upset i think they just feel like I think they just think they're funny or they just feel like whatever you have I could have it so then why don't I have it and it's like then get on stage baby just yeah. make the jokes yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. fine yeah. like you'll get it if you're funny yeah, but yeah. it's just a lot of resentment I think I guess I just feel like hating women online is a way of like people like dealing with their own like mm. um anger and frustration mm-hmm. I think yeah. they're just really pent Keyboard up Keyboard warriors 
Yeah. yeah. Those people who just... eventually start podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not us, just, just men. Not just only men. the men. don't podcasters. <laughs> and uh, does does being a comic help with dating? Does it, it can, you know, you get all the guys, you yes. make them laugh. Men love funny women. <laughs> they love, they love the turn of being spoken about on stage. <laughs> Boys are lining up for me. Do you say, do you give that disclaimer? Because we, Recently, I we downloaded Hinge. Uh, I was bored, and uh, I was talking to someone, and they were saying about the podcast and things. And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm like Adele. This is, you know, any <laughs> anything that happens might end up in a future episode, like it ends up in her albums. So uh, just tread carefully how you want to handle this. That's so really. Good. I love it. Do you say that with boys? You're just like you could just be giving me all my material for the whole next tour. So <laughs> how do you want to play this? But um, yeah, so no, it's not. It's not helpful with dating, of course. And I do use, like, you know, the Adele parallel you drew. Mm -hmm. I do think of myself as a little bit of a Taylor Swift in that department. I'm like, listen, this is my life. Mm -hmm. And I like to, I think I should... Um, anonymize things a certain amount so yeah. I will do that like I will keep it vague I won't mm. be like so you, I mean who's gonna find out who it is anyway mm. it's not like I've dated only one person I've yeah. dated yeah. many people but I, I like, I'll anonymize but you know I have to draw from my real life for yeah. jokes so that's there but I mean in no way if your question was does it make me more appealing to men it mm. does not it does the opposite but does it help if a guy is like super boring? You you just know how to like get out of this essentially. Like you've got the skills. You're a comedian. You know how to think on the spot. You know how to get out of a tricky situation. Yeah. No, that is helpful. I mean, I can get out of bad dates. But, um, you know, when you have enough bad dates, it kind of kills you on the inside after some time. And then you're like... Oh. And do guys try and come up to you and say like, you know, try and make you laugh essentially. And do you have to fake laugh at them? <laughs> like fake orgasm, orgasm but I'm like I'm fake laughing. <laughs> Hi, your jokes. <laughs> I think it's sweet when someone tries to make me. It depends though. Like if they're doing it in a way like I'm also funny, then it's not. But if yeah. they're genuinely trying, I'm like, that's so cute. A for effort. A-for. Yeah, thanks A-for. for trying. You didn't take me to the promised land, but you uh, you tried really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate. It means you try at stuff. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You're not good at stuff, but you yeah, try. You try. <laughs> You're a tryer, and God loves you. God loves it. We're rooting for you. <laughs> Maybe one. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you get a fake phone call and be like oh gotta go bye blocked bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um you're touring yes um, 23rd jan all the way to 8th of feb around the uk where can people buy a ticket uh, on soho theater's uh website it's a uh, sohotheater.com uh and you can look up uh, my name on the website and then you will see all my tour dates and you can come watch me and you can bring along your friends and we'll have a good time yeah. You will have a good time, guaranteed. Been okay. there, Tried done and tested, that. Really good time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we're gonna hang out in Mumbai. Gonna, She's yes. gonna rem- yes. totally remember who we are. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Buddies. Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. No. Yes. Please come. And genuinely, like, if you come, hit me up. We'll go out. We'll have fun. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. Okay, we'll good. definitely hit okay, you up. Good. Honestly, we've had such a great time and thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I I genuinely had a great time. Like you said, I didn't have to explain some things and that was really fun. Oh, good. Well, yeah, come back. We want to see all future tours. And uh, yeah, uh, until the next time, it's been your girl, Nikita. It's been your girl, Tash. And it's your girl, Uruj. (laughs) (laughs) I am your girl, goddammit. God damn it. God damn it. (laughs) It's it's been. Okay.
can't do that out. Oh, this has been <laughs> two chickpeas in a podcast.